Hey everyone, it's Pacific. Uh, a few quick things to talk about. Uh, a huge list of awesome new patrons, which I am so blown away by. But first things first, if you are scared of clowns, this episode is about a clown. Uh, it is Clarky the Clown. If the title wasn't enough, let this warning be enough. It is all clown-centric. Clowns. Anyway, uh, next, I want to talk about my little sister, Sunshine Obadiah. Uh, she is so incredibly talented in so many ways that I am not talented. Um, the first and foremost being uh, she's an incredible artist. And my little sister, Sunshine, has teamed up with her friend, Mr. Sunshine. And together uh, with my cat, Cole the Cat, they have created this strange and incredible and beautiful book um, that I highly recommend to anyone in quarantine. The Sunshine summed it up together as, Tired of Tinder? Looking for a lifelong, lifeless partner? Well, look no further. We're sure that you'll find the monster of your dreams, or nightmares, here at Cryptid Love. That's right, a cryptid dating coloring book for quarantine. It's 52 pages long with awesome illustrations to match incredible text, and it's really cool. There's a link in the description below if you want to check it out, uh, or you can search it by looking for, uh, and it's a very long title, so bear with me, Cryptid Love! Exclamation point. The Guide to Dating the Cryptid of Your Dreams! Exclamation point, colon, a wickedly funny and stress-relieving coloring book for the adults and teens looking for laughs and relaxation. And next, I want to talk about our patrons. <laughs> I don't know what to say, but I'm absolutely blown away. We had 35 new patrons this week, which is incredible. Um, we're getting very close to our goal of the uh, Site 13 bonus episode. Uh, and without further ado, I do want to give a huge shout out to all of our new patrons. And that means you. Zachariah Rucker. Helena Tacalez. Dash Sway. Benjamin Snow. Devin Michael. John Vilinsky. William Brown, Jane Doe, Gabriel Glass, our wonderful actor Nicole Goodnight, PJ Ledger, Christopher Baker, John Donahue, Chris D, Renock, Tristan Stakely, Zach Cody, The Weekend Warrior, but Weekend is like W I I K, like like the Wii, like you guys remember the Wii, right? Yeah, you remember the Wii. Anyways, The Weekend Warrior, Dax Lucas, Seth Miller, Joseph Gottfried, Garrett Lane, Celise M. Augustine, Uriel Von Beck, Kellen, Robert Gallo, Brady Gross, Hunter Jett, A Certified Dumpster Fire, Sinoc, Martin Hatchett, Charles Kemp, Cat Corn, and Lynn Browning. Thank you guys again. It is so wonderful and incredible to have all of your support. And you rock. So thank you. Uh, and now, with all the clowning around done, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Warning. The Foundation database is classified. Unauthorized access will result in detainment. Within this archive, you'll find the procedures, descriptions, and accounts of the most notorious anomalies we've encountered to date. 
Secure. Contain. Protect. Item number. SCP-4671. Object class. Euclid. Special containment procedures. SCP-4671 is kept in a standard humanoid containment chamber at Site-42. Personnel assigned to SCP-4671 are to wear clown makeup when directly interacting with the subject. Security personnel are to be armed with tranquilizers or shock batons. In the event SCP-4671 needs to be subdued. If SCP-4671 is experiencing extreme distress, it is to listen to calm music. SCP-4671 is currently scheduled on Mondays to attend psychotherapy with Dr. Pierre and undergo exposure therapy. Possible prescriptions for SCP-4671 are pending approval. Description SCP-4671 is a sapient humanoid entity with the appearance of a generic clown that stands 1.6 meters tall. It wears a baggy silk suit with red pom-poms over an orange stripe, a collar ruff, large red shoes that compensate for its elongated feet, and large white gloves. It has a bulbous-shaped head and natural red hair. Its skin is completely white, along with a round rubber red nose. On its chest is a yellow flower, which is real, and is shown to be rooted in SCP-4671's chest cavity. It has sharp teeth and a forked tongue. SCP-4671 identifies itself as Clarky the Clown, or Clarky C. Clark Jr., though it generally prefers to identify as the former. It is capable of performing various anomalous actions which are listed below, inflating itself by blowing on its thumb, jumping up to three meters high, producing animate balloon animals which cease animation when deflated, detach and reattach limbs, pulling strings of colored cloth from its ears or mouth, manifesting coins on a person without direct contact to pull out as a trick, fitting into small spaces by folding itself, squirting water from the flower on its chest, manifesting a corn dog or cotton candy out of a puff of colored smoke. Despite having sharp teeth, SCP-4671 is not carnivorous and consumes mainly candy. SCP-4671 is stated to be able to consume meat, but refuses out of morality and feeling sick. SCP-4671 is docile and often eager to perform despite the fact that it has intense fear of human beings. Encountering a human causes SCP-4671 to experience a panic attack and hyperventilate, leading to an attempt to hide. Music is shown to calm SCP-4671 from an encounter, and wearing clown makeup allows communication with it due to SCP-4671 believing an individual to be a clown such as itself. SCP-4671 was discovered on 5-17-2016, hiding inside a dumpster observing a birthday party by two sanitary workers. Mobile Task Force Epsilon-7, the Village Idiots, recovered SCP-4671 and transported it to Site-42. Addendum 01. The following transcripts are of interviews with SCP-4671. Interviewed, SCP-4671. Interviewer, Dr. Margaret Pierre. Forward, Dr. Pierre is wearing clown makeup for the duration of the interview to communicate with SCP-4671. Same applies to all interviews. Begin log. Good morning. How have you been, Clarky? SCP-4671 is flipping a coin. Very fine. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. I'll be asking you some questions. Dr. Pierre shifts papers around. So, tell me more about yourself. How did you come to be? 
Hmm. I was born, I guess, and here I am, clowning about. <laughs> SCP-4671 stops flipping coin, which disappears from its hand and honks its nose. What about any early memories? Well, I recall confetti. Lots of confetti when I was born. Are your parents clowns? Of course, silly. <laughs> Very well. So, next question. Are there others like you, besides your parents? Yep, plenty. Although, I wouldn't say like me exactly, but yeah. Also, you guys count, right? You just don't have a nose like mine that honks, or do you? SCP-4671 tries to reach out to Dr. Pierre in an attempt to honk her nose, but is unable to reach. Dr. Pierre tries to hold back laughter. Uh, no. It does not, Clarky. SCP-4671 slouches back in its chair. Oh, sorry. It's alright. Is there anything interesting you can tell me about the others? Well, some talk in clown sign. It goes a little bit like this. SCP-4671 makes numerous gestures and honks its nose several times. Yeah, I'm a bit rusty and know only a little bit. I never used it much, for there weren't many of those that did. We became able to talk instead, which I think is much better. Interesting. Anyway, you mentioned you were unlike the others. Can you please explain? SCP-4671 begins fiddling with a balloon it got from the pocket. Well, they are not exactly a clowny clown clowns. They're not very nice like me. How so? They used these a lot. SCP-4671 opens its mouth and points at its teeth. I see. Next. SCP-4671 sneezes, which causes its nose to honk into the balloon it was fiddling with in its hands. Bits of confetti are visible on the balloon. Oh, I ruined a perfectly fine balloon. Um, bless you. Thank you. SCP-4671 tosses the balloon in a trash bin present in the room. As I was saying, let's move on to the next question. Have you heard of the Circus of the Disquieting? What's that? What does disquieting mean? Well, disquieting means to induce anxiety or worry. Also, it is a circus where they have lots of bizarre acts. Sounds kind of scary. Yeah. Just to be sure, the name Herman Fuller doesn't ring any bells? I don't have any bells, but if I did, they wouldn't be ringing. <laughs> Dr. Pierre represses a laugh. Alright then. I guess we're done for today. See you soon, Clarky. See ya! Next log. SCP-4671 is doing push-ups without touching the floor with his hands while honking his nose at the same time. Um, Clarky? SCP-4671 gets up and sits down on a chair. Oh, hey, how you doing? Fine, thank you. You? Great, I got this chocolate bar. SCP-4671 pulls out a Hershey brand chocolate bar. Want a piece? That's nice of you, but no thanks. All right. SCP-4671 breaks a piece of chocolate and eats it while putting the rest back in its pocket. So, I'd like to ask some more questions again. Let's start with more about your family. Do you have any siblings? SCP-4671 is briefly silent and still. Yeah. How many? Just one, my brother. 
You don't sound so enthusiastic as usual. Did you get along with him? SCP-4671 looks down and twiddles its thumbs. No, we didn't. I never got along with my siblings either when I was a kid. What were they like? SCP-4671 does not respond. Was he violent? Very. Can you tell me an example, please? Just know you can talk to me about anything. Well, he would always try to beat me. Sometimes he would want to eat me. He... He never thought... I mean, I mean, anything. I'm so sorry to hear that. You know what? I'll have you get a strawberry milkshake later to cheer you up. How's that? I'd like that. Thank you. You're welcome. One more thing. Do you know where your brother is now? I haven't seen him for a long time. I have no clue where he could be. But despite everything, I hope he's fine. Hmm. Unfortunately, our time's up. Thank you, and I'll see you again soon, hopefully. Bye-bye. Closing statement. SCP-4671 received its milkshake two hours later as requested by Dr. Pierre. Hey everyone, it's Pacific, here with a quick message from our sponsors. And now, back to the show. Next log. Hello, Clarky. SCP-4671 is weaving a sweater with cotton candy and manifested. Oh, hi! Good to see you again. I'm making a sweater to pass the time. Comfy. That's what I thought! Anyway, what's up? I already know it's the ceiling, but besides that... SCP-4671 puts sweater away in its pocket. I'm going to be asking you a question that you may have difficulty answering today. I want you to know that you are safe to talk about it, and you have nothing to fear. Now, why are you afraid of humans? <laughs> um, well... SCP-4671 slightly tugs at its collar, while sweat is visibly dripping on it. I... well... SCP-4671 pulls out a purple cloth from its mouth to wipe sweat off its forehead. Is it hot in here or just me? Oh, oh, sorry, it's just... It's okay, Clarky. Please, take a deep breath and take your time. SCP-4671 takes a deep breath and resumes. It involves the others and my parents, kinda. They always told me that we had no place with humans. I didn't believe it. They didn't approve who I was, so I ran away to prove them wrong. I found a group of humans one day. I walked up to them and did my usual performance. They s screamed and th threw rocks at me. Th they beat me up with bats and I th think, think one had a broom. Then they ran. Later, a group of humans with guns came and tried to kill me. SCP-4671 <laughs> begins to cry. people that love clowns and we can help you scp-4671 blows nose on its colored cloth really yes 
I promise. Can... can I get a hug? Dr. Pierre has given permission to hug SCP-4671 via earpiece with guards on standby. Sure. SCP-4671 hugs Dr. Pierre for seven seconds before release. Thank you. I needed that. I would have just made a smiling balloon, but I have no Sharpie or balloons. Oh, I try to be happy when around others. I'm sorry for being a downer. You're welcome. And it's okay. Well, unfortunately, our time is up. I'll see you again soon. Wait, one more thing. SCP-4671 pulls out a red balloon, which it inflates and ties with a piece of string. SCP-4671 then hands it to Dr. Pierre. Thank you, Clarky. I thought you said you had no more balloons. Now I don't have any more balloons. That one was at the very bottom of my pockets. Anyway, goodbye. Goodbye. Addendum 02. On 7-16-16, an aggressive entity resembling SCP-4671 was successfully captured by Foundation agents. The entity was being pursued by Global Occult Coalition strike teams and was missing its left arm. Below is a transcript of an interview with the entity, which has been temporarily designated as E-4671. Interviewed, E-4671. Interviewer, Dr. Margaret Pierre. Forward. Wearing clown makeup has shown that the entity, unlike SCP-4671, is able to easily differentiate a human from members of its own kind. Therefore, the entity is spoken to via intercom and within a chamber with an observation window. Begin log. E-4671 is shambling around the chamber with four tendrils lined with sharp bone protruding from its back. It shows no concern for its missing arm and is constantly smiling. Hello? Can you hear me? Of course! Ha <laughs> ha! E-4671 stares blankly at the ceiling. How do you humans plan on killing me now? Boring me to death in this box? At least with bullets, you guys gave me something to try to catch or bite in midair. Maybe even juggle! Ha <laughs> ha We're not the same people that chased you in the first place. Now I have some- Good, good! I feel much better about things. Ha 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 ha! E-4671 laughs. The sound echoes even within the observation booth. As I was... saying... I have some questions? Where do you come from? Where are the others of your kind? That doesn't matter, really. They're likely having some nice pies or something. <laughs> Whatever is left of them to enjoy some. E-4671 moves to the center of the room as its tendrils flail around. Do you have a name? Not really, but I tell little children it's Joey before dinner. Does the name Clarky sound familiar? E-4671 looks directly at the observation window. Oh yeah, definitely. Is that fool still alive? Yes. How do you know him? E-4671 looks side to side while ignoring the question. Of course he is. Thought he'd be dead by now. How is the little fool? E-4671 begins to visibly grow in height and becomes more hunched over. Before Dr. Pierre can respond, E-4671 continues. Actually, I can go see him myself. I feel him near. (laughs) 
E-4671 begins to laugh, which echoes and becomes more high-pitched. E-4671 begins to produce colored smoke from its orifices and moves to the observation window while humming. What are you- Guards escort Dr. Pierre from the booth. The chamber becomes filled with smoke, and E-4671 starts banging on the window, which after a brief moment, breaks. Closing Statement Security teams pursued E-4671 outside of SCP-4671's chamber. Due to concern of SCP-4671's safety, security teams were ordered to neutralize E-4671. As it was being shot, E-4671 managed to pry the door to the chamber slightly enough to peer inside. As it did, it stated, Here's Joey. Come say hello, little brother. Before collapsing and being confirmed neutralized. The corpse was taken for analysis. No casualties occurred. SCP-4671 was written by Baron Joe. Our host and narrator was John Grills. Dr. Pierre was played by Addison Peacock. SCP-4671 was played by Nicole Goodnight, and E-4671 was Graham Rowett. Our music was composed by the incredible Tom Rory Parsons, and I'm your showrunner and sound designer, Pacific S. Obadiah. Our producer is Tom Owen, and this is a bloody disgusting podcast. For more information, visit bloody-disgusting.com. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out, and we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories, if you're brave enough. (laughs) 